Some brands choose to buy recognition. NGK would rather work for a living. Time after time, track after track, season after season, the engines that continually propel NHRA teams to victory often rely on NGK spark plugs. From factory stock cars to the top fuel class, we put our name on the line. And when we finish first, which happens a lot, we go back to work. Why? Because sometimes recognition can come with a price, but actions always speak louder than words. We earn it. We own it. That's what matters to us. NGK Spark Plugs, since 1936. Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends. And let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? It's happening, Don. Mr. Race Car Driver Don, I should say, because I saw some rumor that you were out racing this weekend. Ah, uh, yes. I was actually able to not label myself a race car driver i was actually able to go be a race car driver so that's always a good thing nice i'm glad somebody on this show races yep and we somebody on this show spends more time on a boat than anybody else i know but nonetheless welcome (laughs) to this week's episode of racers and rental cars and we are going into the First week of June, oh my God, 2021 is screaming by at a record pace like a 330-mile-an-hour top fuel car, but Cam doesn't know nothing about that. So, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Dang, with the daggers this morning. It's because it's a Tuesday. It's because it's a day early, so, you know, Don's all freaking riled up. No, my Memorial weekend was good. Thank you very much. It was spent at the river. Duh, because I don't, hey, dude, I would be at a racetrack, but A, there's no racing within, I don't know, I'm going to call it a thousand miles from here. And two, I don't have a dragster because it's not finished yet. I have a lot of parts to build a dragster, just waiting for the, you know, the most pivotal piece, i.e. the, you know, frame that you bolt everything to. Ah, so that and then. Yeah, that whole top fuel career thing. We're just well, that's on that's on pause until August, I think. Till further notice. Till end of July or early August. At this point end in time. Of July. End of July, early August. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, hey, that's a rumor that I was told. So I'm gonna go with that. Man, it's 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 rough out there. It is rough out there. I, you know, the whole top fuel thing, looking around, I got to honestly it's pretty say, dismal. <laughs> I, I uh, seriously, I have to say that I am actually shocked that Terry McMillan is not back out yet. I know. I know. That's, it's an unfortunate thing, but that just goes to show you, man, like it, it's not easy to get the money that the people are required or the people are requiring to run these cars. And I think that's where there's a very large disconnect between all this stuff. And I hate to say that. And I'm not just saying that because I'm sitting here on the sidelines because I'm not sitting on the sidelines because of necessarily funding this time. <laughs> we have the funding. We're just uh, working on a whole uh, border crossing situation. So, um, but yeah, that's because of COVID not necessarily due to funding. So, I mean, sure. Fun- I, we could always use more funding. Don't get me wrong. Um, we could run more races and run harder if we had more funding, but 
at this point in time. It's, but it is very hard, dude. Like if you ask somebody for like, I was, okay. Prime example. I was having dinner with some pretty, pretty highfalutin people this week, or shall I say last week? Cause it's already Tuesday. And I mean, they're very wealthy people and they were like, Oh, like what's it cost to run for a year? And I was like, Oh, well, and I was trying to like play it down, like in comparison to NASCAR. And I was like, Oh, it's about 3 million bucks. You know, if you want to really run hard, run for a championship. And the guy like almost spit his drink out. (laughs) He was like, are you kidding? And this guy like knows a lot about cars and motorsports and things like that. And he was just like, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, but you know, up against NASCAR and this and that, it's like it's really a pennies on the dollar. And he's like, yeah, but what's your return on that? I'm like, yeah, see, that's that's the problem. There really isn't one. Well, that depends on that depends on the individual company and the product and the brand. And well, yeah, there's a return, but generally, what I'm saying is to spend that kind of cash. I'm not saying drag racing has no return. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying. Okay. To spend that kind of money, generally they want more of a return. Is what I'm getting at. Let's well, just I'm say even... round numbers. Say, say drag racing would be a three to one. They would necessarily want like a seven to one or nine to one. Oh, that's what their company ROI is. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So it was like, mm, yeah, and I wasn't even literally. I was having dinner with this wasn't like a sponsor pitch so i wasn't like trying to like get the guy to sponsor me it was more a you know casual conversation like having a beer and a texas roadhouse steak so i wasn't like but they were very kind of in the know people and they just kind of laughed and unfortunately that's the kind of response that i've gotten a lot lately and it's a shame because it's a great it's a great package. It's just, I wish we had something more. Like I wish us as drivers were a little more recognizable or you could sell yourself and make some money that way versus, you know, like in Supercross, like a lot, all those dudes have like their followings are a couple hundred thousand. Even if they're a 12th place guy, they have 150,000 followers on Instagram so they can sell whatever, you know, to get money or whatever it may be. So it's like, mm, it's a shame that drag racers aren't like that unless you're like one of the top. I mean, yeah, we have a couple that are like that, but you know, let's take Justin Ashley for an example. I'm not just throwing him under the bus or myself, like, right. We're young. We're into social media. We're doing it, but we don't have a hundred thousand followers. We don't have 20,000 followers. We got probably 10,000, you know, it should just, it should just be more and bigger. And, and, you know, I'm not a guy that's going to go around and start buying followers and likes and things like that, but maybe some people do in order to get those numbers. I don't know, but yeah. How this, how this conversation turned into such a Debbie Downer one. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, well, no, I wasn't trying I'm, to be, I'm but waiting. it's just, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, hold on. So what do they, what does this company, where is their involvement in motorsports? What do, where are they uh, grounded at? Well, they're not this particular person. This was, it's not, wasn't, they're very known in the automotive culture world, but they actually sold their company a long time ago and they're just, they're wealthy. So, but, so they were kind of looking, I mean, it's a different market. It was like a, it was a clothing thing. So it was a little bit different, but yeah. Clothing like private label or like clothing like looking to be in distribution? Clothing like it was a very mainstream, very popular distribution, I guess you'd say, in any store that all the cool kids were wearing at the time. This was years ago. But um, yeah. Like Billabong or something like that? Yes, but not, it wasn't them. But yes, it was sold for a lot of money. But yeah, so, but yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's not, you know, maybe drag racing wasn't their market or whatever, but like, you know, this individual is very into cars and very into automotive. So he was kind of relating it to other forms of motorsport. And yeah, so. I'd really be interested in having a conversation, like if that's 
like you're saying, like seven to one, like, are they doing that off of a combined uh, approach or for the program? Or are they doing that just strictly off of their company approach? I, I'd be interested in hearing that. Yeah, me too. I wanted to talk to him a bit more, but I didn't want to get like too crazy. I mean, it wasn't the right place or with the people we were with. It wasn't the right time to like grill the guy on, on marketing questions. You know, I mean, he was super cool to like have casual conversation and I wasn't about to like just grill him, you know, wasn't the time nor the place. And just remember kids, there is, a lot of times a time and a place to talk to people about things like that. A lot of times people just want to have a beer and they don't want to be bothered with business. So remember that and know that's when, true, know when to, to hold it because so, you know, when it comes back around, you're not the guy that's saying, Oh yeah, shit. Every time I talk to this kid, all he wants is money. So when's he coming on the show? Ha! I actually thought about asking him, but sounds, it sounds like somebody we'd be interested in talking to. Yeah, you probably would. You know, I get I get, get wrapped up around stuff. Don's like trying that. to figure out who it is, but I'm not going to tell him. He's he'll his, his uh, Don 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 will figure it out. Don's over here googling, like, calling like, my buddy up, yeah. calling up my buddy, my buddy Google. Yep, so, my buddy Google. No, but I mean, yes, you are right. I mean, back to you know not seeing any people out there, Terry McMillan, and you know some other popular drivers that are on the sidelines. It's kind of crazy. It's, it sucks. It's a shame. And I hope, I hope it starts to rise back up, but like we've talked about on the show before, maybe it's because some of these companies, like they're making a lot of money and they don't want to spend any of it. And right now with the way things are in politics and economics, you can't really get upset at them. No, for doing it that way. I know somebody that races a predominant team that just didn't go because they blew up a lot of stuff, spent a lot of money, and they're like, I need to take a step back and I'll be back. Really? Mm-hmm. And they've already raced, but they've missed a couple races because they're like, well, why am I going to go? I know um, something's wrong, so we fixed it. So it's just, yeah, sometimes. I mean, it, there's, there's, number like the numbers are just astronomical like if it was like okay hey i'm gonna go spend you know these predominant teams they really consider it's like spending like 75 to a hundred thousand dollars a weekend that's a lot of money yes it's nothing near nascar f1 or whatever but right so in that case, like if you need to find somebody that just wants to just throw a hundred thousand dollars off a cliff every weekend, like, cause that's literally what you're doing unless you love the sport and you're trying, unless you're like Napa and Ron caps and like you, you're full on using the hospitality to its fullest potential. But let's right. be honest, how many people are actually doing that in the pits? Sure. We all try to, but there's maybe only four teams that are like really got that dialed in. Right. Yes, I would. I would probably. Yeah, Coletta, DSR, and JFR. Yeah, and even there, it's kind of like. Mm. Mm, yeah, I mean, what what kind of? Where's our new? Com- we need we need to get Kelly back on the show. Yeah, that's who we need to get. We need to dial up Antonelli and get her back on the show. Yeah. See what's going on over there at JFR. Because the the B2B side was something that John Force Racing did very well for a very long time. A very long time. And now, you know, I mean, look, we've got Austin Proc still sitting on the sideline. Um, you wonder, you know, is it coming back around? Are we going to see him this year? Will we not see him this year? Maybe we see him at Indy, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly hard to say, and, and that's a shame, you know? I, I don't know what it's going to take, but that's the hard part, too. Like, you get – if you want – you know, I guess I'll use myself as an example. So, here's – I am a guy that wants to provide for their sponsors and, and to do the right thing. Okay, well, they want to win. 
And so let's, I'm just going to use round numbers here. Say I have a sponsor that wants to give me $50,000. And they're like, and I'm like, well, that's really not enough for like one race. How many races were you looking to do? <laughs> and they're like, oh, let's just, I wanted to do 10. And you're like, it's just not, I mean, could I? Yeah, I could probably go put it together and, and figure it out. But that's, and they're looking to be the Coletta out there. It's just really not. So then you have to almost turn it down. I've been in a situation like that where I've had a decent amount of money and it just wasn't enough to do what they wanted to do. And then you give them the option of what you can do for said amount of money. And they're like, nah, we're just, we'll go sponsor an off-road truck or whatever for that amount of money Uh, for a race. Well, you know, if you really think about it, when you start looking at it, if you want to have a different perspective, we're coming off of a large race weekend, right? We had IndyCar, we had NASCAR, Coca-Cola 600, right? And when you start looking at some of the middle pack, middle tier, uh, even lower tier, let's, let's go back to like 25th, 25th and beyond on the NASCAR standings, you know, uh, there's teams out there that are just trying to keep their head above water until the new car of tomorrow, right? Comes in and everybody's into this production line of bodies and chassis and so forth. Uh, you, you, I mean, there's guys out there that are doing, doing it, but they're doing it with less around those that might have more than them, but they're still back there in the back. Right. So, you know, you start looking, think about somebody like uh, Corey LaJoy with Spire Motorsports. So, I mean, he's, he's without a shadow of a doubt back there in the back, but he's doing more with less. And those figures, I mean, it is tough. I mean, it's, I mean, it is really tough to sit down and convince yourself, okay, yep, this is what we're doing. And this is why we're doing it. And we're going to keep moving on. Well, it's funny. You have somebody that like the guy that I was, that I had dinner with, right? He was kind of like, yeah, that's not going to happen. But then you go talk to somebody down the street and they're like, oh, that's it. Let's do it. Right. You know what I mean? So there's, there's such a very wide end of the spectrum. And I, I, I guess I use that example and I don't want people to think that I'm like Debbie down in like drag racing because I'm not, but it's just, you have to go find that right niche. And I feel like, I feel like that if you're the person that you're not, or the person that you're talking to isn't really a drag racing fan or hasn't gone out there and seen it firsthand and they've just seen it on TV, it's not, it's not a good sell. The elevator pitch for drag racing, I feel like maybe isn't, isn't very good in comparison to other things. Like if I was going to pitch somebody, like let's just say you had an agent, right? Let's just, let's just say we're Alex Styler. Cause it'd be cool to be him just so I can there we have, go. have some of his knowledge. Right. So if I'm Alex and I, and I have to, and that he's hired and I've hired him, Cameron's hired him and, and let's just say Don, but Don owns and, or drives a Indy car. That guy can sell probably the wheels off of an Indy car for one race and get just as much exposure and, you know, however many hundreds of thousands of people in the stands, blah, blah, blah. Driver could probably make really good money. Did you know that there's a lot of IndyCar drivers that literally race just the Indy 500 and make like a hundred grand a year? That's pretty mm-hmm. badass. Yeah. So, you know, you yeah, do but, but hold, on, hold on. Hold on. How many, how many IndyCar drivers are there? No, I know. But well, how many top uh, fuel drivers okay. are there? Right. They could, that'd be pretty cool. If less. I could race one, if I could race the U S nationals, and make a hundred G's and just hang out for the rest of the year and work on that one-time deal that'd be pretty badass but what i'm saying is i bet you alex would probably be better served like if he's calling target or geico or i'm just throwing out names right yeah and they Blue say, chip companies yeah hey let's let's have a conversation bitcoin which i thought was pretty cool um in yes. the indy car deal uh they're gonna probably like if he had one minute to to pitch what he's got what he's selling here what he's cooking he's probably going to make more, get more traction with the Indy car because everyone knows what the Indy 500 is. Right. If we're focusing on that one race. Yes. 
Yeah, totally. But that's, you know, that's hard for those, those, I mean, even those, I'm trying to think of somebody who's over there in the IndyCar side that does, they only race the Indy 500 and they're good. I'm trying to. Did it like Jacques, Jacques Lazier used to do that? That's true. Like back, back in the day. You know, yeah. Now, but. So, right. But I mean, you got to think about that. Like where, where are they landing? You know, where's, where's the, where's the ceiling for them? Where's the basement? Oh, I hear you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all relative, right? I mean, sure. Maybe yeah, there are, there yeah. sure there's drag racers. that are doing the same thing. Just maybe not on that scale or maybe they are. I don't know. I just haven't talked to them, but. Most people don't want to go broke and they're trying to figure out how not to go broke, but also make a living at the same time. So, well, I mean, what was it? So I think it came out after our show last week. Didn't uh, Alex Laughlin make his post about why he's not. Yeah. I saw that drag illustrated did some article, but I actually did not read it. So what did it say? I just said that the you know his sponsor money was better suited to fully fund the pro mod side, and then back in and fill in uh, dates where there isn't pro mod with pro stock. There you go. And so so, but it's you know, he he was very uh very forthcoming about that that he was it's you know sponsor driven. It's not. Well, yeah, and he's got to eat, right? So got to eat, man. He's got to pay his mortgage, he's gotta, and he's a professional racer. So I mean, at the end of the day, he's got to do what he's got to do. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. You know, it's really funny. Like I, with my being on like a little hiatus right now, right? So like you get people that are like looking at it from like the thousand foot view or whatever and they they like look at me and they're like well how come you aren't racing well (laughs) you know it's like it's like do i even really want to have this conversation with people because they just they don't understand because i can't tell you how many people lately just think oh well i thought oh you just don't have sponsorship or whatever and i mean well at least you're making good money in the last couple years so at least you have something to fall back on and i'm like uh i have another job too I got a credit card to fall back on. Yeah. I'm like, I teach college during the week that not many people know about. Oh, really? I figured you're making 300 grand a year and you're just racing them ah. in my freaking ah. dreams. I said, it oh, used to no. be like that. Not anymore. Yeah. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And that's gotta be tough. You know, I mean, it's tough for everybody, whether it's NASCAR, IndyCar, PDRA, uh, motocross. I don't think there's a form of motorsports out there that in some way, shape or form has a struggle. It's just the degrees of separation. 100% and how long the people and how long the people want to hold on. You know, like look at Supercross, right? I mean, their shelf life, at least in drag racing, like you can be 60 and be a professional racer. Supercross, you can be... If you're looking to get into it at 25, yeah, exactly. I mean, unless you're good and can live off your name for an extra five years or something, but I mean, yeah. And those guys aren't, they're risking their life pretty religiously. I mean, not to say that that? we aren't, but it's just like, yeah, how's your shoulders, your knees and all that. And you're not gonna be able to walk very well when you're a little bit older. And I mean, they're, I mean, I've been doing a lot of reading lately, but a lot of privateers, I mean, they they literally cry broke, but I think they do okay. If they can get their season paid for, like their bikes and stuff, I think they'd probably be, they're pulling down an okay, like middle-class salary, I would say. Okay. But I don't, I you mean, know. I don't know for sure. I don't, but. You said that about, you said that about the age and riding your name for a while. Two other people popped to the top of my head. Jack Beckman and Tommy Johnson. Yeah, you can't really ride your name in drag racing very long because they just want to know how much money is associated with that name. That's the unfortunate part. Right. Yeah. You know, they don't care. I mean, look at look at the, some of the people that have been in and then they've been out. Like, look at like Jerry Tolliver. That guy was like the king of getting oh, badass dude. sponsorships. Rockstar, 
uh, WWE. WWE. Like, I mean, he had them all. And when the money ran out, he was gone. It's like you live like a rock star, literally, <laughs> for three to five years, and then you just dip out. And I mean, maybe he pocketed some of the money. I mean, I don't, or whatever the case is, but I, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, better hope you got some on the back burner. You know what? Speaking of that, you're talking about somebody that came up with a lot of stuff. We should get in touch with Brandon Bernstein. I saw him on the starting line in Charlotte and with his new position over at Lucas Oil being the fact that, you know, he grew up watching his dad, Kenny, who was the ultimate of ultimate when it came to sponsors before John Force. Uh, and then going to Alan Abbey and Alan Johnson. I, th- I think that would be interesting to have a conversation with him because I think we could get, obviously we can get the team aspect. We can get the driver aspect from him mm-hmm. because of his co. You know, what was it? Copo Copart or Copart Copart.com. The blue and yeah, white. Yeah. He had Copart he had and he had uh well, he was drove for Lucas too. Right. And so we have that. Yeah. And then he drove for his dad too. Budweiser. Right. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think he would be an interesting individual to have one that could probably, I mean, you're talking about, what are we looking at here? Brandon's in his what? Mid forties. Yeah. But he was in the heyday. He was in the, like, yeah, Bud, the Budweiser, like he was in the heyday. Winston, of, yeah. yeah. Miller yeah. light days. Yes. The beer wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So I bet, I bet we could get some, some pretty good experience, uh, you know, lessons learned as the world changes in the world of motorsports. Cause he went through the depression or not depression, but recession. Uh, everybody, everybody, so yeah, we all there. went through the depression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Brandon. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, we need, we need to add that to our list. We need to get our producer to get on that and get in touch with Brandon and see if we can get him on the show. There you go. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that was, this okay. has been quite the long-winded conversation. Didn't no, it's just, there's, well, it's, you know, we started out I, like we started at the top of the show. It's June. It's the first week in June, dude. Do you know what we have coming up in six months? PRA. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, this is the beginning of Q3. We're getting ready here. We got to start, like, knocking on doors and banging the drum, looking at 2022, or heck, you might even be, you might even start looking at 2023, the way things are going with some of the companies that are out here. And so, um, yeah, totally. Um, from that standpoint. So I, I just, uh, it just triggered today when, you know, first week in June, I'm like, man, here we go. It's sponsor time. Have you been knocking on doors? Have you been trying to cultivate relationships and start thinking about these people that they're out there, you know, you and I, and in one way, shape or form, we're still doing it in some way, shape or form. We're still Mm -hmm. going to the racetrack. There's some people that are sitting on the sidelines. They're not going to the racetrack. And that's that's what really kind of got my wheels spinning today uh, with the it's way true. the calendar turned. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All the way across the board. So, true that. Uh, but no. All right. Let's talk about your buddy, Graham Rahal. Poor guy, man. That's, uh, I love IndyCar like to the max. And I think IndyCar is one of the more badass man driving sports out there because going that fast like inches away from the next guy and the margin of error is like mm, razor thin i just cringe every time and like i mean i've met graham a couple times i don't i mean we don't like hang out on the weekends but he's a super nice guy and it's like you feel like obviously where you're rooting for the dra- the guy that's married to the drag racing girl right so right and then and then to see him lose a tire from the guy that i don't know i don't know something broke or cross-threaded didn't get tightened or whatever and he goes out there and it just puts him in the wall and you're like oh god like that's just horrible like i anytime i watch indycar like i'm like man i wish i would have done that and then you see these poor guys hit the wall and you're like "Mm, yeah that's maybe not but oh i i didn't see the accident what i did see though was the photo of him and courtney in the pit box 
I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, especially like yeah, dad he's a dad was... now and I'm a dad. And like, you look at that stuff, you start really thinking about this. No. Kind of stuff. I mean, luckily yeah, he's, photo. he's yeah. making a lot more financially for the Indy 500 than I would be driving a top fuel car ever on the face of this earth. But I mean, it's not about the money. I mean, he's obviously doing it for more reasons than that. And, but yeah, I mean, when you have a family, it shit really hits home, you know? So I'm super glad he's okay. And all the other drivers that had incidents, really glad that uh, there was no, uh, anything super crazy bad happened. Didn't seem like I didn't get to see the whole thing because my service kind of sucked at the river, but I did watch the highlights this morning and yeah, I mean, not too much crazy. There was a lot of pit road action, which was pretty crazy. Like guys coming into pits and locking them up for the speed trap and just like hit the wall and like spinning out and pit lane and things like that. But major kudos to Elio Castroneves for his fourth Indy 500 win. That was pretty badass. So good for him. Four time, four time, four time Helio. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you talk about having options. We've got a new sponsor this week. Options Trade King, number one stock and options trading community that has more members coming from other rooms for our real profit gains and help. Unmatched from the competition. Start. I'm sorry. How about we stop betting and start investing? Join Options Trade King with over 8 million in member profits in the last 12 months alone. The number one options trading community, the best place to learn, trade, and profit with stock options. Offering a seven-day trial to check us out and see what stock options are all about. Coinbase option last week went over 600%. We offer a live trading room online, text message alerts, for your trades check out in-house option scanner and unusual option activity alerts sign up for the trial on options trade king.com options trade king.com guess everybody's getting into that investment you know we're over here got it on your phone you're an app you're your own uh you know who's the who was the guy uh the, the back in the 80s and the 90s, Wall Street. Wall, right? Wolf of Wall Street. Well, yeah, yeah. There we go. The Wolf of Wall Street. Who was that? Uh, DiCaprio? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I should, maybe I should invest. Maybe make some profit and get some racing money. It's a good hey, optionstradeking.com. All right. So we had a little bit of racing going on on the PDRA side. They somebody actually said it snowed in Norwalk. I don't know how true that is, but it was cold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, I'm going to just take an opportunity. Shout out to somebody that's been on our show before, Tyler Crossno. He and the PDRA team, man, they have zero quit in them. It doesn't matter. They're going to try to get a race in, regardless of the circumstances. They just keep pushing. Uh, so big shout out to Tyler, uh, the Franklin family for everything, Kyle Lang, all those guys there at PDRA and what they did up in Norwalk with the weather and the elements. We're going to be, I'm one for one looking forward for the next couple of weeks because us going to Norwalk is right around the corner, right around the corner, two weeks in Norwalk, national event divisional for the North Central Division. I am going to be hanging out in the Sandusky area for 14 days and living and loving it. I love going up there, dollar ice cream, the bay, playing golf. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to race too. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) looking forward to that along with all of our sponsors that will be in the area. So looking forward to going to Norwalk. And this past weekend, NHRA did have a little – uh, divisional action and national open, if you will. Maple Grove, they raced boats this past weekend. Uh, is somebody said that it started raining on Wednesday and didn't stop until Monday. So I don't oh know. Oh, my but gosh. I, I saw some pretty nasty photos of rigs and mud and, and so forth. So um, shout out to the D1 guys. Man, take yourself a few days, dry out. Get, get a change of clothes <laughs> and, uh, and, and good luck to you again. And then we had a race down here in the Bowling Green area for the NHRA Sports Nationals at, at Beach Bend back on Memorial Day weekend. Jake, super quick. 
And then, of course, it was a grade point open for a lot super comp, super gas, the sportsman racer stock, super stock combo challenge. So there was a, a lot of cars at Bowling Green. I got to hang out down there for a few days. We also dealt with our own weather frustrations. However, dude, it's hard to be upset when you're at the racetrack. Just really hard. Even if it's raining, it's just hard. Because, I mean, a lot of things going on in the world, and here we are, we're still at the racetrack. So, got to keep things in perspective. As we move forward, what do we got in the hate mail at Racers and Rental Cars mailbox? Dude, I haven't got any hate lately. Which, maybe that means I'm not and people aren't hating. But Does that mean all the hate mails for me? Because, I mean, you know. Maybe. I've, I've, you always I've said get some hate things mail. About, I've said some things about the Canadians and picking sides yeah. and so forth. So, so no, I, oh, yeah. My wife there. told me to, to give you a nice little throat punch for that. There we go. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I got her on Instagram, too. I sent her a message. I was like, she was like Memorial Day. Can't can American. I can't believe she put <laughs> Canada in front of America. I was like, pick a side. Pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. You got you got a salute. It was a one finger salute. I, I, I bet I did. I bet I did. No, no our mail. boy, okay. our boy Ricky commented on one of my river posts and said, I mean, yeah, that does look pretty legit in comparison to a racetrack. And I said, Yeah, Don's delusional. So maybe yeah, one day well, I'll invite you out to the river, Don, and you can see the gloriousness <laughs> that we call the river. Why? What are you what is that what is there to benefit from this? That's what I want to know. <sighs> I just can't explain Dude. it. I can't explain it. I mean, you want here. We'll we'll get the hate mail going on this one. I mean, seriously, we're racers. Why are you at the river? Are you racing boats now? What what are you doing? Ah, uh, that's, crew, that's where I putting a blower motor line. I'll leave you, that for that's my what? buddy Corey. Yeah. I mean, come on. What do you, no, I mean? What, I'm skiing. I'm having a good time with my family. No, I'm I'm actually off until the end of August. So. Yeah, um, yeah, so you got all the time in the world. Q3 is going to be killing it for you. In the sponsor yeah, hunt. you got all yeah. this time off to be focused on sponsors. Uh, no? yeah, silent silence from the peanut gallery. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually working harder this summer than I do normally because I'm daddy daycare. So Daddy daycare. Well, then get you a couple extra kids there, kid. No, nope. let's put some money. In oh, bank yeah. Account. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Right. I hear you. There, I mean, daycare is expensive. It's nuts. Well, you need to get paid. You put daddy daycare on the side of the top fuel car. Heard that. That'd be, that'd be rad. That'd be right. Rad. Where's Chase Huffman? He needs to make me a daddy daycare sticker. I mean, I'm just saying you got to. Shoot, somebody asked me last week. They said, man, what are you doing for fun? I'm like, the hell is that? See, that's your problem. Like, what? See, if you went to the river, right. you'd understand what fun is. Because a lot of times, sometimes the racetrack isn't fun, even though we all race for fun because we enjoy it. What? Yeah, sometimes you what? just need to take a step back. Yeah, I know. I know. It's hard for, to actually say those words out of my mouth. But yes, there is other things in life that will um, you will enjoy too. You know, maybe that's the, maybe I got some different gene. Maybe I need to get my, my genetics analyzed <laughs> because if I am, if I am not at a racetrack and if I am not here in the shop and if I'm not sitting in front of my MacBook uh, working, then I feel guilty about the fact that I'm not working to try to get better, to be able to race whether it's hitting the practice tree and the simulator. I mean, all of these things, research, reading, trying to get better, trying to understand Adobe. I mean, I, these things, I, I mean, I feel guilty if I'm not doing these. If well, I'm doing something 100%, else. 100%, Don. Don, you, you're right. You're right. I won't, I won't discredit you there because, yes, we are all, for the majority, are workaholics and just continue to work. But sometimes, you know, you just, you got to, you got to take a load off, man. I've learned this since having children. Because I used to just never, I used to be, nah, I got things to do. 
Yeah, but Maybe. my things to do are legitimate. They're work. I felt guilty yesterday. Okay, it's Tuesday. We're doing this. So yesterday was Memorial Day, right? Everybody's out. They're drinking their beer, having their barbecue, eating coleslaw. But like you're down at the river, blah, 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 with your, your skis and whatever. And I got up yesterday morning and went with eight buddies and swung the golf clubs. There you go. Came off, came off the golf course at 2 o'clock and sat down in front of a laptop and went to work. Uh, it's okay. Memorial Day. But, but it's, it's like a, a, the whole entire time I was on the golf course, I was feeling guilty because I wasn't working on racing. Well, you're working on your game. So that way, when you have a sponsorship meeting that they say, let's meet on the golf course, because a lot of business is done on the golf course, Don, you wouldn't look like a total shankopotamus out there. Oh, man, I was slicing yesterday. I haven't swung a golf club in over two years since I got sick, shoulder surgery. And I should be a bartender for all the slicing that I was doing yesterday, <laughs> cutting up fruit and stuff. I mean, it was brutal. It was brutal. I, I, my whole thing was, is I got it. I, I definitely was the only person on the course that was uh, hitting tee shots and playing from the other fairway to get to the, <laughs> to get to the hole. So I, that I sounds mean, like I my golf my, game, but I love golf. Golf's fun. I, I I totally do too. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at my golf clubs now. I'm, I mean, you know, I enjoy it. I like playing golf, but I feel guilty when I, when I'm out there doing, when if I'm doing something other than thinking about racing. So maybe I need to go, maybe I need, maybe I need help. Maybe I need to go talk to somebody. Maybe I don't know limits. I don't have any boundaries. I can't be alone. There's got to be meetings for this stuff. Support group. <laughs> There you go. Um, group hug. An athletic supporter. Oh. <laughs> athletic supporter, baby. It's called a cup. <laughs> it's called a cup. There you go. That's but right. on an exciting That's... note, there what where dude, this is weekend coming up is gonna be our sponsorship for the sea field of the funny car chaos in Eddieville. Dude, totally stoked. I am I'm, I'm going to be uh watching from afar. Because I will be in Ohio Valley this weekend. I am actually going back bracket racing. So I am going to be looking forward to seeing the racers and rental cars logo for the C field. Hoping, hoping yeah. and hoping and hoping that we are going to have some just stellar craziness go on during our during our field. That's what I, that's what I'm hoping for. I totally am. Heck yeah. Absolutely. No, it's that's pretty cool and exciting. And yeah, I mean. Oh, what what race? What else was? Oh, the March meet and May, the May meet was this weekend too. I didn't watch much of that. There must yeah. not have been a whole lot going on because there wasn't a whole lot of activity on social media for it. Well, yeah, because it was like fan limited, from what I understand and whatnot. But I do have to give a big shout out to my homie Johnny West, super tuner to a lot of NHRA teams. He was behind the wheel of his Plan A fuel altered put that sucker on pole and run it up in the final round. Cause I think he actually went red. I'm gonna have to call him and give him some crap about that. Um, but yeah, he uh, made it to the final. So good for him. It's pretty awesome. Nice. Johnny West. Mm -hmm. Did he stick it in deep? Is that why he went red? I don't know. Cause I mean, he was, I think he was negative one twelve, So maybe something happened. I don't know. But, and of course the guy that he raced was like two fifty on the tree or something. So, and where and ran off him, and so. yeah and ran like eight seventy, so <laughs> insulting. That's the way it works. Yep. That is the way it works. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, dude, I am looking forward to going racing. I'm been excited. I'm so I've jealous. I am jealous. Got to do a little. Got to do a little testing last week. Ready to, you know get back after it we're a little behind over here in d3 land is somebody sent me the national point standings and everybody that's in the top 10 is from d4 because <laughs> they've all had all the races it seems like there you uh, go so, so uh, time for us to uh start getting busy over here in the midwest and start racking up these points and climbing back up the ladder nice uh, so, like looking for it it's like ridiculous it's like everybody in the top 10 is all d4 players oh uh, <laughs> hey on the on the bright side speaking of racers has been killing it been doing back-to-back -back races what about your buddy your super fan buddy over there kyle larson dude 
total super fan of him. I I mean, he is just he murdered them at, at the Coca Cola Six Hundred in Charlotte this weekend. I mean, I think you led like three hundred and twenty seven laps or something like that. I mean, just murdered them. And then, oh yeah, by the way, he I think he won an asphalt race, a dirt race, and I was listening to him today on. Uh, another motorsports show and he's getting ready to roll out this week and he's going to be gone for a month. He's leaving the house and he is going to Sonoma, you know, out there in wine country for NASCAR this weekend. And then it is on. I'm just trying to figure out how many races he's going to win in the month of June to be gone for a month. I mean, dude, I'm going to say more than five. Oh, I'm dude. I bet you he wins 25. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that I mean, he's gonna catch fire and it's gonna be unreal. Just I, he's just he's killing it. Rick Hendrick, I man, everybody's sitting back going, Man, Rick Hendrick, ooh, Mavs a risk signing Kyle Larson, not gonna get any companies to. To step up to the plate. Well, for those companies that <laughs> turned down and said no, uh, Kyle has been killing it. Yeah, yeah. you're Sorry missing out on luck. some. Yeah, missing out on some exposure, if you know what I mean. Some exposure. Is that what they call it? Uh, exposure. Yeah, yeah exposure. <laughs> yeah, got to have your exposure numbers in. So, yeah, for sure. No, totally looking forward to uh, seeing how because what we don't we have don't we have like a sprint car week or something like that coming up? I think I swear I think we go through this every year and we miss it. I need to get with Zach. I, don't know. I need yeah. to figure that out. Hit him up because I know we have Indiana Sprint Week and they're gonna they're, that's typically he typically catches on fire then during that deal. Put him in a sprint car, bunch of those guys. So, but no, yeah, I'm dude. It's it's that time. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry about that. I'm ready to get after it, dude. I'm ready. It was it was nice to be back in the car. Think about sponsors and being back around the racetrack and and people and so forth. And uh, yeah, I'm ready to I'm ready to get cracking and uh, get the old helmet yeah. slid on. No, I'd like to as uh, instead of painting helmets, which I actually have a lot more I need to do. I would like to put mine on one of these days. So yeah, hopefully I think, I don't know. Never count me, never count me out. I must, I'll say that, but yeah, it might be a slow month or so, but I'll be back. I'll be back. Well, just grab yourself uh, your helmet in a plane flight. You can come out here and break in tires, do burnouts. Dude, my wife would divorce me if she found out that I came to your house to do burnouts in her car because that's like her ultimate dream in life is to do a burnout in the pro stock car. And you're just pretty close to pro stock esque. She'd lose her esque. ever loving mind. Uh, tell it, tell her, you know, she had a her. chance. I'm going to tell her that um, I was invited to come to your house to do burnouts, <laughs> to do some testing, but um, it's only for true blooded Americans and not for can Americans. <laughs> Got no room for dual citizens to be uh, holding on to the steering wheel. Got no room for it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Oh, for sure. But no, dude. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna jump out of here. Pack this crap up. Getting ready to head to uh, Ohio Valley to go play with uh, some dragsters. Get to go back in a dragster. I'm gonna drive a dragster this weekend. Looking forward to See, it. You dude. finally, Shout you finally to found the light. Congratulations, son. And, uh, Please let me yeah, know next whatever. week how uh, <laughs> glorious a dragster is, you know, actually getting to drive a race car this weekend that doesn't have doors. So um, uh, I'm going to, so well, I'm going to have to remember which leg is it that I, I crawl in with first. I think it's my right leg. I think I step over with my right. I think that's oh how I get in. <laughs> no, just jump on the back tires and like catapult yourself in there. And just dive on in that bad boy. Yep. Uh, big shout out to Tyler Bohannon and, and his family let me uh, wheel wheel a, a dragster this weekend at the Derby City at Ohio Valley, the 50, 50 grander. So I'm going to go hang out with some racket racing and uh, see if I can get my head kicked in. 
it's really funny. Somebody asked me, like, I was like, so how much is it for the weekend? It's like, oh, this is the entry. And then this is how much buybacks are. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to send you this. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just paying. I'm going to go ahead and in advance pay for the buybacks. (laughs) Because then you feel like you're making money if you don't use them because then they give you a report. That's what I'm thinking. That's, you know, going to try to have a little bit of strategy here. But no, I'm looking forward to it. No, that's Uh, cool. Yep. So, dude, I hope you enjoy your weekend. Thank you. With the wife and the kids. Yep. Got another nice little weekend planned and then, uh, then it's back to the grind. So, um, yeah, but as always a major shout out to all of our people, um, voice America for helping produce the show speed sport. Um, K and N filters guys ever heard of them. They also have oil too. You should check out their oil and uh, our good friends over at NGK and TK. Thank you guys very much. And yeah. See you soon. See ya. The track, the drag strip, the desert challenge. K&N Filtration is found wherever there's racing. It teaches us what works. Every mile of lessons go into every K&N filter, so every filter can go to the finish. Until May 31st, special discounts on K&N air, oil, and cabin filters. Available at participating resellers and on knfilters.com. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, K&N Air Filters, Manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We appre- they appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.